Welcome to the NRSNG.com podcast, the podcast created by nurses for nurses. Are you ready to take your learning to the next level? Sit back and crank up the volume. Here's your host, John Haas. Before we get started with today's podcast, I want to let you guys know about MedMaster Course. That's MedMasterCourse.com. MedMasterCourse.com is our complete pharmacology course designed specifically to help nursing students and new nurses understand and demolish nursing pharmacology. Within MedMaster Course, you get every single podcast episode ever recorded. You also get eight plus hours of high definition videos explaining the most common medication classes in high detail. You also get tons of freebies and handouts. Uh, This is the course you need. We also go over math for meds. We cover the 12 tips to answering any pharmacology question. We basically give you the tools you need to completely demolish nursing pharmacology. So head over to medmastercourse.com and check that out, and we'll see you on the inside. Diuretics, diuretics, diuretics. Patients seem to love talking about their diuretics. If they're on diuretics, they just can't help but talk about them and they usually will call them their water pills um, and so it can be it can be easy to get in the habit of calling it a water pill as well uh, when talking to your patients because that's kind of what they tend to know it as so the one we're going to talk about today is hydrochlorothiazide now just by saying the generic name of this medication you should know that it is a diuretic why well because one of the major classes of diuretics is thiazide diuretics Okay, so hydrochlorothiazide should help you know just by the name of it that it's a thiazide diuretic. Some of the trade names for hydrochlorothiazide are hydrodiuryl, um, but it would also be known as HTZ, um, and, and really you'll just kind of call it hydrochlorothiazide most likely in the hospital. So diuretics, what do we give them for? Well, some of the main reasons we're going to give them are for hypertension. Um, CHF, renal dysfunction, and cirrhosis. So those will be some of the main reasons that we'll give it. Um, we're trying to get rid of this excess fluid. Um, and so what can really happen, and, and so what the really action is of hydrochlorothiazide is that it's going to increase sodium and water excretion um, and produce arterial dilation. Um, so really, what's, that's how it's going to kind of help create this hypotensive effect is by uh, increasing the excretion of sodium and water, we're going to decrease our volume status. And then as a side effect also, it's going to create arterial dilation. And by creating that arterial dilation, we are going to uh, create uh, or decrease blood pressure. So therapeutic class is antihypertensive and diuretic. Pharmacologic class, as we've talked about already, is thiazide diuretic. So some of the things you're going to want to keep in mind with pretty much all diuretics um, are that they can cause dizziness. And that's because as we decrease volume and things like that, we're going to create this um, orthostatic hypotension. We're going to create this dizziness sensation in our patients. And with a lot of diuretics, we're also going to want to monitor our electrolyte levels. Specifically, we can create hyponatremia hypokalemia, hypophosphatemia, and hypomagnesemia. 
Okay, now with the exception of our potassium sparing diuretics, we're really going to want to monitor our potassium and our sodium very closely and our magnesium. We know those, well, potassium and magnesium can lead to arrhythmias um, and then sodium can lead to seizures and, and uh, changes in neurological status and, and then things like that. Also, you're going to want to monitor for dehydration. If we're, if we're ridding the body of all this fluid, the patient can quickly go into dehydrated status. Okay. Now, if we do create hypokalemia in our patients, if our potassium, you know, goes below 3.5, you know, gets to threes, twos, uh, we can increase the risk for digoxin toxicity and uh, increase our risk for cardiac arrhythmias. So you're going to want to monitor your electrolyte levels, obviously, very closely with your patients. You're going to want to monitor blood pressure, uh, monitor intake and output. Um, and again, very important, monitor electrolyte levels, potassium, sodium, phosphorus, magnesium. Uh, those are very important to watch in patients taking diuretics. Another thing you really need to teach your patient is a lot of hypertensive patients will become um, complacent, I guess you could say, about taking their blood pressure medication. They'll get really good about taking their blood pressure every day, and as their blood pressure is improving and they're feeling better, they'll just stop taking their blood pressure medications. They'll, you know, once the prescription ends or once they just feel like their blood pressure is appropriate to themselves, then they'll just stop taking it. Now, I can tell you working on a, uh, in a neuro ICU, what we see most often with patients who come in with strokes is that they stopped taking their medication. It was a couple months ago, a year ago, two years ago, whatever, they stopped taking their medication, and lo and behold, their blood pressure shot up again, um, and that led to stroke. So teach your patient that they should not make any changes themselves to their um, blood pressure medication regimen. They need to go to the doctor um, and uh, talk to them and, and, and kind of work with them about decreasing medication. It is possible to come off blood pressure medications, but it's important to do so under medical supervision. Um, and the patient should obviously be instructed on how to take their blood pressure um, and be shown how to take it, when to take it. Um, they should take it about the same time every day, same setting. Um, and they really need to, to monitor their own blood pressure and monitor and report um, any findings outside of normal range. All right, so that's really uh, the major things with hydrochlorothiazide. Remember, thiazide, diuretic, electrolytes, cardiac arrhythmias, volume status, etc. And that will help get you through what you need to know about thiazide diuretics. All right, thanks for checking out the show today uh, and for supporting NRSNG.com. Head over to medmastercourse.com and check out our pharmacology course designed to help you demolish nursing pharmacology. Head over there, check it out, and we'll see you on the inside. Thank you for listening to the NRSNG.com podcast. Visit us at NRSNG.com for disclaimer information and to keep the learning going.